This is the Move With Me podcast with your host, James Ramos of Ramos Design Build. Real estate with real people. JamesRamos.com. Interesting guests, interesting topics, all with you in mind. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Here's James with today's featured guest. All right, we're back. I'm here with John Beck. He's a designer from John Beck Artistic Design. You're located in Tampa Bay. I am. Um, you can find John at johnbeckartisticdesign.com. As you know, guys, I am James Ramos. I am the owner of Ramos Design Build. I'm a general contractor by trade, but we have uh, a big retail uh, real estate collaborative with um, all folks who can help people buy and sell, design and build, finance, insure, furnish, maintain, and warrant homes. And um, I'm happy to have John here uh, to interview a little bit about the design and construction industry. So let's just get right into it. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is, is tell me the difference. Is a designer a designer? Well, designer is a designer, but a designer and a decorator, there's a huge difference. What's the difference? Well, there are, the, the main difference is schooling. Uh, an interior designer must go to school for a minimum of a four-year education to get a bachelor's. Okay. And so we're talking a minimum of, I'd say, an $80,000 education. Yeah. Um, so uh, If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I had to pay for without any boarding, et cetera, at right. Ringling. Right. Um, whereas a decorator, anyone with an innate skill of style right. can... You know, everyone says, oh, a decorator, all they do is toss around pillows and paint the wall. Well, yeah, a decorator does. And a designer can actually, a licensed designer, can suggest where moved walls are and right. sign off on plans and things and suggest them to the city. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, a decorator, if they have a CAD program, they can do CAD, but they right. can't submit it to the city for plans and seal them and all that. That's the big difference. A licensed interior designer can submit plans to the city. A decorator cannot do that. Um, so it's kind of like as I. Often so you need a you need a uh, what do you need a, a license a business license with a tax ID and you can be a designer. Well, it's not just a tax ID. You can get a tax ID just to have yeah, a for business. Anything. Yeah. Um, but you need to have a, a NCIDQ, a National Council for Interior Designer Qualifier, uh, to be able to call yourself a professional interior designer. Got it. Um, and that will, that plus other things, will allow you to then seal your drawings and everything else and submit them to the city to be able to be called an interior designer. Um, and the difference of that for a client is huge because it's like going to a doctor versus a clinical nurse. I mean, sure, yeah. for some people, one thing is enough. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a perfect niche for that market. Mm -hmm. But then there are other clients that have the other niche, the higher niche, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, so there's there's nothing knocking one versus the other, but there is a discernible difference between the two. Right. Um, and I think you know a lot of these uh, reality shows, if you will, are kind of uh, misleading the public as to what reality shows. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's go into that. I mean, is there not one show that actually doesn't have um, myths? And disnomers and things. I mean, there's so many shows that I've seen, and I just scratch my head. You know, they have uh, the last one I always talk about is is um, that really blew me away. It was the one in in L.A. of all places. I'm sure it's super expensive, like in you know some parts of Tampa Bay. And there was a you know the the husband and wife are there, and they're interviewing you know the builder, and the builder 
you know, is in cahoots and he's just a, you know, a, a contractor and he's like, okay, so we're going to redo this whole 3000 square foot house. Bathrooms are getting torn out, you know, in the background, the kitchens are getting torn out. And the guy's like, I think I can get it done for, you know, $60,000. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then the, and then the husband and wife are scratching their head. They're like, no, I think you can get a little bit better. And it's like, oh my God, people are listening to this. Yeah. And it's just, it, it just drives me bananas. I don't think the a plumber would get out of the truck, you know, in some parts of South Tampa if, if he's not going to make eight or 10 grand. So, yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's kind of scary stuff, you know? Yeah. I, the perfect, I have a perfect example I'm working actually on in Carrollwood and she's a very sweet lady. And normally I wouldn't have selected her as a client. However, she's got great contacts for me in Sarasota. And so that's why I've selected her. In yep. addition to the house is really fun for me. And so occasionally I'll pick up clients like that. But she is a perfect example of this. She watched one of the unnamed shows on one of the major networks. And uh, she saw them where they, you know, they click on a mouse and whoosh, boom, here comes these walls and everything flies in with the finishes and it's just miraculous. And here's a finished house. And it's like, okay, that's great. It doesn't happen like that in the real world. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, in the real world, uh, you sit and you plan, you select finishes and all that. It isn't like it's shown on TV, which, okay, anyone, I'll say with, I'll use the term in my own interpretation, common sense, wouldn't think that in two weeks' time, you could do a two to 4,000 square foot house for $150,000. Yeah. Um, but yet they allude to that on TV. And so, um, you know, I told her, I said, look, if you want me to have this rendered on, in a program, mm -hmm. I can either do it and charge you X amount of dollars or I can send it out and have a firm do it. And it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And she's like, uh, no, thank you very much. Yeah. I don't have what's well, amazing. People people want they, they do expect 3D. Sure. You know, they want to they want to be able to walk through it. the house. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, it's, you know, their expectations don't really meet their budget. No, because the shows don't explain. And that's the problem I have with the shows so much is they don't explain that the sh the channels, all the various channels, because right. there are numerous ones, they pay for a lot of the budgets on all the labor. They pay for the, when you see all the products being carried into the house, you'll notice all the labels for mm -hmm. all the things that they're carrying in. That means that all those things that are being carried in are paid for because of advertising. Right. And so everyone doesn't realize that. I think I've only seen, in the entire time I've ever been watching all the different shows, I've only seen one or two behind-the-scenes uh, shots. Of reality. Of yeah. reality shows. And it's like, they need to show a few yeah, more Yeah, we of should those. do one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Let's do that. It'd be great. Eye-awakening I, 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 for the people. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I think what's, what's a myth, too, is, is that I don't think folks realize how much time and planning oh, you know yes. you can you can save in the execution phase. Oh, definitely. So so you know they say one day of planning saves you know 5 days. I think it saves 15. Yeah. Um to be honest, but but um we've been doing um our renovations today um where where we're selecting all from the designer specifications we're buying you know selecting and then buying and putting them in our warehouse and then delivering them to the house when we need it. And that's the only way for us to do these renovations and to keep to schedule. Um, so, so what would you say to the consumers out there, you know, that are listening and we have a big, you know, a pretty big group that not just listen to the radio show, but, but actually we can tell who downloads on Google play and, and iTunes. So what would you say 
uh, to somebody that's looking into the design. They may have spent a lot of, or looking into a renovation, they may have, may have spent a lot of time on Howl's mm-hmm. or Pinterest, and they have all their pictures and things. What would you give them the best advice as far as to, um, you know, before, how would they find or what would they ask a designer um, first I think those um, as all, they're vetting them out? I think both Pinterest and House and many of the other shows that we were just talking about are great tools. I think the idea is to save time and save money before they talk to a professional is pair all their pictures, pair all their clips and pins and everything else down to three. And right. say, these are my top three. And why are they my top three? Great and advice. list the information to then say, these are adjectives. This is like, I like it because. Not just I like it. Why do you like it? Right. And I, what do you like of the picture? Exactly. Because you know, a lot of times you go back to the picture you've clipped you know, three weeks ago. You don't even know. You see five more things. Exactly. I, I like that picture. Well, what did you like about it? Do you like the sink? Do you like the walls? Right. Do you like the floor? What is it about right. the picture? I like the feeling. Okay, a feeling. Great. That's an emotion about that room. I can create an emotion about the room just by telling me you like the emotion about the room. But (laughs) at least something. Don't just tell me I like the picture. So, yeah. No, descriptive terms about any picture that you pinned or clipped or whatever is very helpful. And having that written down as you're tearing out or pinning or clipping or whatever, the pictures, is a huge time saver when you get to the time that you're paying for with the professional. Here's one that I have issues with because I, I do get a lot of projects from architects, especially, and the budget that they've told the owner mm. um, typically is night and day versus what's going to actually happen. And it's almost like you kind of wonder, like, why wasn't this communicated and why do I got to be the bearer of bad news? So one of the things that I would like to ask you is, is what would you recommend to a client that they find with a designer? I mean, do you feel like they they have the onus and responsibility to at least adhere to a budget? That the designer has? Yeah. The, yeah. I believe that a designer should adhere to the budget if the client says, this is my firm budget. Yes, right. I okay. do. I believe that if the budget is not a realistic budget when it's presented, that the designer should say, look, this is not going to work, and this is why. Do you have room to move? If you don't, and these are the limitations that it's going to affect. Mm -hmm. And let the client know that up front, not three quarters of the way in or half the way in or whatever the case may be. Um, The one I'm working with in Carrollwood, same scenario just happened. She said, look, I want it done for X amount of dollars. And I said at the beginning, no, it's not going to happen for that. And I said, it's probably going to be more like that. We're reaching that number that I told it was probably going to be. And she luckily is able to afford that number. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I'm here with John Beck. John Beck is a licensed interior designer. He's based out of Tampa Bay. You can find him at johnbeckartisticdesign.com. Thank you, John, for your time. My pleasure. Thank My you name is me. James Ramos. You can find me at jamesramos.com or follow me on Twitter at JRTPA. For investment opportunities in the Tampa Bay market or to follow James Ramos, go to jamesramos.com and sign up for his newsletter. Call Ramos first to design, build, or furnish. Call or text 813-259-1111. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. 
Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. And when you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.